And we are recording. We're back for yet another podcast of Sizzle and Quinny. I am one half of the show. Sam Finlay is my real name. On the podcast, I usually go by the name Sizzle. Across from me, via Zoom, in Young, who's not in lockdown, I am here in Wollongong, is my co-host. Introduce yourself. Hey, guys. You know who it is. It's that time. It's your boy. It's Quinny, also known as Simon. Here we are, episode 43. Sizzle, I know, has been super excited for this podcast. He's been talking it up all week. So let's get into it. Let's get stuck right into it. It's going to be heaps of fun. We even have a few guest questions at the end, which is awesome. So we haven't had one of them in a while. So it should be very interesting to see how we go off those questions. We've got to give the people yeah. what they want. Hey, that, that's what we do. So hang around for those questions. And now look, you mentioned it there, Quinny. I am so pumped to talk about what we're going to be talking about in this episode because we are going to be chatting all things Loki, which finished this week. He's my favorite character in the Marvel Universe. I've been very vocal about that. And this show has been a delight, an absolute delight. Look, we're going to get into it. We're going to do our usual breakdown, highs, lows. We're going to give out a hero award, a villain award, and then we're going to give an Infinity Gauntlet rating out of six for each Infinity Stone that is in the Marvel Universe that Thanos once yielded. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Look, I'll, uh, I'll give a bit of context for the listeners out there that may not have seen Loki, but that seems wild to me because if you haven't seen Loki, you really should. Been and, doing. Yeah. and I should say before we start, like we're going to, um, you know, no holes barred here. Spoiler alert, go and watch it. Pause the podcast now, come back after you've watched the six episodes and then listen to the podcast because we're going to be spoiling it for you if you haven't seen any of the episodes. Uh, so to paint the picture, Loki goes as per follows. The villain Loki resumes his role as the god of mischief in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. That's as per IMBD. Uh, we've got the usual um, anti-hero that we know as Loki, played by Tom Hiddleston in this. He's obviously the central character there. We've also got Owen Wilson. He makes his MCU debut as Mobius and Sophie D. Martino as Sylvie, um, among others, of course. Now, look, we're going to get into the highs and lows to start off with. But first and foremost, before we get into the highs, we just finished the finale, you know, just a couple of days ago. I'm still a little bit in shock. Like, I'm just, I'm shook. I really am because this was breathtaking to me. So I'm going to pass it over to you for the highs to begin with while I just sort of compose myself and then you can pass it back to me. No worries. So I told you guys, I was very keen for this. It's been a long time coming. Sizzle loves Loki. He's been talking about it for years. He finally got his own show. So just first, straight off the bat, I think the biggest high for me is just, I think Loki finally did it. I think it finally hit on every episode pretty much besides episode three, but pretty much start to finish. It was pretty much very consistent. I loved every bit of it. Even episode three is sort of growing on me a little bit now that I've been thinking about it. But as we know, guys, you know, Falcon the Winter Soldier, same sort of thing, one division, some big episodes, and then sort of the finale sort of let it down a bit. But I think this is for sure definitely the best finale that we've had on a TV show in a long, long time. And I'm saying all TV series. So that was huge for me. So I thought it was really good. Yeah, high for me. It kind of sucks because I had a big call. I was like, nah, it's not going to be Kang. It's not going to be Kang. Not at all, not at all. And Sizzle finally got his wish. He did get the Kang the Conqueror reveal right in this episode. Again, what a great reveal that was. Like, I can't, I'm still shook by just that character in general. 
super interesting to see where it goes. I love like the option, you know, I love sort of like the dilemma that he gives, you know, Loki and Selvi at the end, you know, keep me alive or if you kill me, the timeline will go off into Shook. It will just go crazy. And we know that's going to line up all those phase four films. So I think just for me, there are a couple of highs just straight away. I know Sizzle will probably expand a bit more on this, but I just think, you know, we've mentioned previous podcasts. I love the cast. Let's be honest. Mobius was amazing. Owen Wilson was amazing in this. Loki, of course, was amazing. Selby was great. I just think overall, just a great cast. Really good cast. So I was very satisfied with this series. Sizzle, you can give me some more now. I know you've, you've been dying to talk about this. You can hit me now. Oh, look, I've got so many. Where to begin? Uh, look, I think I will begin with the visuals, first and foremost. I thought this was just... Love the visual. I, I do. You know, I thought this was just a beautiful um, TV series, you know, visually, um, from start to finish, every episode. From the TVA, you know, you really got to throw back to some really cool, like, old-school furniture, you know, the TVs, those old-school sort of TVs that we're, you know, not used to anymore. Mad Men vibes. Yeah, definitely had that that madman sort of um, vibe to it for sure. Uh, the office and, you know, just the whole uh, TVA, even like the TVA's branding and Miss Minutes even. Like that was a throwback. You love, know, Miss get, love Miss oh, Minutes, love Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes, very, very scary, scary. Tara Strong, got to love Tara Strong, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, I thought it was just a visually amazing show. You know, I think two episodes in particular were just stunning and that was obviously the finale, um, which was set predominantly at the Citadel of Time. And that's when we got Kang, obviously, who I'm going to talk about. He who remains, Sizzle. He who remains. Yeah, look, we never actually got the, the name Kang. It was just he who remains. But he did refer to himself as a conqueror. And, you know, I think... This is true. Putting, yep. putting two and two together, it is Kang the Conqueror who was behind the TVA, is behind the TVA, and looks like he's going to be the next big bad um, for the Marvel Universe. But uh, yeah, look, I thought the finale, that was just a beautiful episode, um, particularly in the Citadel. And then an episode you mentioned there, which I actually was really high on. That was episode three, Lamentus. And a lot of people, you know, reading reviews and stuff didn't actually love this episode, but it was actually one of my favorite episodes, um, you know, purely from the point of the visual standpoint, I thought it was just an amazing episode as a viewing experience to watch, you know, on a, on a TV in 4K. But um, I also really liked that character building um, from Sylvie and, and Loki. And, you know, that obviously uh, led into the next few episodes where that continued to uh, build. Uh, another point I had there, and I mentioned him, was Kang. Like, I mean, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, what a he, star. He did an amazing, amazing job. Like those monologues he had when he was sort of in his office. And even the first scene where he's just sitting down, he's just chewing on the apple. Like he was so like chill and yet so like intense at the same time. He kind of like married those two um, personalities together really well. And like, you know, Thanos was the big bad we had previously, right? And he was, you know, he was a big guy. Like he's, you know, powerful. He's obviously got the Infinity Gauntlet. But Jonathan Majors as, as Kang, and obviously we're going to get, you know, other versions of Kang who, you know, will, will probably be a little bit more physically uh, daunting. But I thought he just, he really provided that sort of um, feeling of terror um, just by he, how he, how Jonathan Majors played his, his character. And I loved the quote, the quote that he had. It was just like amazing. And that was, and I'm, I'm quoting Jonathan Majors here from the show when he says, Every step you took to get here, Lamentus, the void, I paved the road. You just walked down it. Like when I heard that, I just got chills. I was like, oh man, like what are we the up architect, against here? Yeah. What are we up against? Because like, you know, who knows how 
the Avengers or how Loki or you know the, you know Mo- Mobius how they're going to even you know go up against this this big bad that we've got. So Jonathan Majors, have you seen um, Lovecraft Country? I think Lovecraft County. I think he's in. Yeah, Lovecraft County. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it's pretty good, and I know he yeah, stars so- in that. He stars in that, and I think he he was nominated for um, an Oscar, or maybe an Oscar. I'm not sure if it was an Oscar. One or two. Or but, an um, Emmy, maybe an Emmy. An Emmy, sorry. TV show. Emmy, yeah. sorry. Um, and, yeah, you're right. Emmy nominee. Yep. Yeah, there you go. So, look, I actually really want to watch that after. You know, I've not seen Jonathan Majors act before until now. And after seeing him in this, I was just like, I need more of him in my life. So, yeah, I think that was just, and, and we got that in the final episode. So, you know, that just goes to show, you know, he was only in it for a little bit, but he really had a huge impact. Um, and look, I'll, I'll, I'll just mention one more and then I'll pass it back to you because I've got a few more, but you sort of mentioned it there. I think just Tom Hiddleston, just in general, like he's an amazing actor and he is the perfect actor for Loki but I thought his relationship not only with Sylvie because I've mentioned that but more so with Owen Wilson as Mobius like they had some great exchanges didn't they definitely particularly in those first few episodes at the TVA when Mobius was kind of interviewing him um you know just some 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 awesome exchanges there they bounced off each other so well oh they played it their chemistry was amazing it was so good yeah such Uh, a great casting choice Look, I've got a few more, but I'll, I'll pass it back to you and then you can yeah. pass it back to me. Yeah, for sure. So I just want to say, I just think overall, I just love the, the whole TVA idea I thought was amazing. I just love the idea of different timelines, alternative universes, you know, different galaxies that can be conquered and all that kind of stuff. So I think it really is going to line up those future films that we're going to be getting, like your boy Doctor Strange coming in hot soon as well. So I think just, just for me, I think this is the perfect show to kind of get phase four going. I think you can tell by like just the production of the show itself, way more budget, I think, for this TV show. You can tell they put a lot more thought and effort into it, and I can see why it was supposed to – imagine if it was the first – I wonder – I was just thinking, I wonder if it would be just as good if it was the first show that came out or because of the ones before it, because it was so much – you know, I'm going to say so much better. It just I think it might have added a bit to it. But I don't know. We'll talk about that maybe later. Mm. That's the point I just thought of. But I just think one particular high I'm going to focus on, I'm going to focus on episode five. You know, I'm talking about this little journey into the mystery. Mm-hmm. What a great episode. Like, they go into the void. You see all the mad variants. You see classic Loki, who I thought was amazing. Um, alligator Loki, shout out, alligator Loki. <laughs> we need some alligator Loki, man. We need some Thor as a frog. We need some of that. I love it. I thought alligator Loki was cool. I love how you saw kid Loki as well. So it's sort of got to line up that mm-hmm. young Avengers that they keep pushing. Yeah. And, man... Again, Tom Hiddleston just plays himself as like Mayor Loki in that. I just love that scene. They have like the fight and they all kind of betray each other. I just thought that was just an amazing episode. And as we know from the previous TV shows, they all episode five was always the one that was the standout. But what I liked about Loki is number five was amazing, but I think number six just went to that extra level. So for me, I think that was huge. So it was I mean, you mentioned it there. Was number six your favorite episode of this? Because for me, like, Every episode was amazing. It's really hard to sort of pick and choose. I know episode yeah. three for you was a bit of a low. I, I actually quite liked it. But was episode six your favorite or five or, you know, maybe another one? That's what I mean. Like, I'm thinking like five and six, I just thought, were. I just think five, five was amazing. Like, I loved how they were in the void. I just thought that was a really good episode. But I just think for me, episode six kind of just linked it all together for me. So it kind of connected the universe to phase four. So I think that's what brings it home for me. And obviously we get, you know, he who remains that big reveal. I think 
Jonathan Majors, he really carried. If he wasn't in that episode, I think five definitely would have been number one for me. But I just think his just his portrayal of that character. I don't know. I don't know heaps about Kang, but just from seeing him in this show, man, I want to know more. Like I want to know. I want to do some deep dives. I'm going to do a sizzle. We're we'll jumping some YouTube clip videos or something. Do it. See what I can find. Go down some rabbit holes. Whatever it might be. But I think just for me, there's definitely some of my major highs. Yeah, so you mentioned Kang there as, you know, obviously a fitting villain. And I know someone you really want to see, and I'm sure we're going to get him very soon, is Doctor Doom. Now, you you know, you were shipping for Doctor Doom in the last two shows. It was had. never going to happen. But anyway, never I happen. can hope. I can hope. You can hope. And I'm sure we're going to get him, right? We're definitely going to get him. Surely. Leo, come but, on. Get on the do phone. You, do you think, does Kang live up to the expectation for you or would you rather Doctor Doom? Or are you happy no, for Doctor Doom now to wait? I'm happy for I'm happy to wait for Doctor Doom because I really think Kane has kind of cemented himself as good the next big bad for the next couple of films, which I'm totally on board with. So once they decide to do like a Fantastic Four, or whatever, like a you know a muted um, film or a crossover event, I'm keen to see obviously my boy Doctor mm-hmm. Doom. He's still number one. Like I want to see him done properly in a movie because he's just such a fascinating mm-hmm. character. But I think I'm happy that, you know, Kane has come to the party because he's. I'm just very interested in what he has to bring to the table. Yeah. All right. Well, just a couple more for me. And look, I could go on and on um, for days here. I thought episode five, I mean, episode six was my favorite, definitely the finale. I really liked episode five and I actually really liked episode three. They're probably my, my three favorites there, but I, I liked every episode, to be honest. But what I really liked in episode five was all the Easter eggs we got. And we mentioned it in the last episodes. If you haven't listened to our last episode, um, you know, go back and do so. Um, Because look, I won't, I won't name them all here, but you know, we got uh, Frog Thor, um, uh, you know, we got um, the Thanos uh, helicopter, um, you know, obviously we got all the different- Kang Enterprises. Yeah. Yeah. Kang Enterprises. We got all the different Loki variants, but um, there were so many little Easter eggs throughout, you know, Yellow Jacket, the big Yellow Jacket, um, Ant-Man connection there. there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I thought this series was really sort of true to the comics as well. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And, you know, it wasn't just episode five, it was, it was throughout. Um, so that was another thing. Um, and also I really loved that, you know, this is a pretty obvious one, but I really loved that we're getting a season two of this. I love that post credit stinger. It wasn't like a big scene or anything, but yeah. just like Loki will return season two and have like the stamp, which was cool. Definitely yeah. on board with that. Definitely. So, you know, look, I mean, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where, you know, there's been no reports and you know, it was not said or anything that there's going to be a season two. It looks like they were just um, one-offs. Um, but yeah, we're getting a season two of Loki, which means Tom Hiddleston will continue um, as Loki, which is great because after Endgame, we sort of thought, oh, sorry, Infinity War, we sort of thought that um, his reign was over. But uh, yeah. Loki always finds a way. The God of Mischief always boy, finds a way. He always finds a way. To return. He's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, I love um, it. So and just one, one last point. And I mean, this isn't really a, a high, but it's something I wanted to ask you, I guess. And something I sort of liked the idea, you know, thinking about this is, did this show and did the first three Marvel shows that we've gotten, um, particularly Falcon and the Winter Soldier, have they given us the next two most pivotal characters from a hero and villain side you know that villain being kang the next big bad the next big thanos and sam wilson becoming the next captain of the avengers it's interesting if that's the case because these weren't movies they were tv series have they given us the next two uh 
I guess, pivotal characters. What do you think about that? I think, I think from a villain standpoint, I think they have given us definitely the number one villain for the future of the, the universe. In regards to like the number one hero, I feel like like Falcon's got to get there. He's almost there, but I'm still not going to say like, yeah, he's going to be the number one hero. I still don't see him as being mm. number one sort of thing. Like, but that you know, he kind of proved in that show that he can be number one if he needs to be. But I think I just need to see a bit more from him to give him that title as the number yeah. the next number one goodie. I mean, look, it's probably going to have to. You still got Strange. Thor, man. Thor's still out there. Thor, Love and Thunder. You got Guns of Galaxy he's, still to come. But, but, I'm also mean from like a leader perspective because Thor's not really a leader, is he? Like he is, but he isn't. Like Cap Cap was kind of, you know, he was the face of the Avengers. I guess Iron Man could be. um, Yeah, I guess Sam could be the, I guess he, I could see him probably being the leader of the Avengers or the new Avengers. But I still don't think he'll be like, you know, the number one. Well, we know but, for sure that Doctor Strange is going to be the biggest. Uh, that's what I mean. You can't forget about Doctor Strange. You got Spider-Man coming back. It's yeah, I just feel like good. Spider-Man's too young. He's yeah. too young. But I mean, I'm all for it. Don't, don't get me long, wrong. Uh, did you have any more highs? No, that was it. I just wanted to see what you thought about my comment about how do you think Loki would have been received differently if it came out first or... Did it? Do you think it would have impacted the shows that we saw previously? I think. What do I you think reckon? It would have. Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. I think it would have impacted the other shows. So I think if we got this first, it would have been just as amazing. I don't think it would have taken away anything from this show. I think we would have been just as um, shocked and impressed. But I think it really would have taken away from One Division because One Division was so different and creative. And, and you know, I've been on record. I really liked One Division. I actually preferred it than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's true, um, yeah. But I think it would have, yeah, really taken away from those two shows because we would have been expecting so much and then they would have been slight letdowns, even though when we got them, you know, they were very timely when we got them. They were amazing and, you know, they really, you know, broke down the barriers, I guess, of, you know, what a TV show could be. So, no, I think, it, I think how they've done it is perfect. I mean, the, the tough thing is now is like a show like Hawkeye, that's going to be tough to really be impactful. And I think we've sort of seen that with um, Black Widow is, you know, getting Black Widow now hasn't really, you know, I talked about this on the last episode. I don't think it really hit that hard because when we got it. So I think Black, a show like Black issue, yeah. yeah, I think a show like Black Widow, sorry, a, a show like um, Hawkeye will really struggle um, after these shows that we've gotten, but you know, we'll, we'll soon see. You know, it, it could be um, something completely different. Who knows? Who knows? That's right. All right, lows. Um, kick us off, Quinny. I don't really have any major lows. Like the only thing. I'll either say, do I. I either do I. Yeah, like even I've mentioned it before. I just like episode three for me, Lamentus. Like, yeah, I know it, visually it's a very pleasing episode. I know you love your visual sizzle, as we said before. I just felt, I just felt like I said previously. I think it kind of. For me, it kind of felt like a bit of that filler sort of episode. I understand, you know, you've got to develop the relationship between Selby and Loki and stuff like that. But I just think for me, I think it should take more than like maybe an episode for them to really, because I kind of felt like they had that one episode and like, oh, we're in love now. So well, Loki was like mm. sold on Selby. So I think I would have maybe liked it if they kind of focused more so on, you know, that TVA aspect and, you know, who were the timekeepers and get a bit closer to Kane. But again, it was pretty tough. I didn't have many, I guess... I want a more Mobius. I'm selfish. Yeah. I want a more Mobius. Give me some well, more alligator Loki. That was that was another reason. I remember you telling me that you were critical about that episode three because 
Owen Wilson Mobius wasn't in it at all. So I, I can get where you're coming from um, in that respect. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I don't have really anything really to add. You know, this is being really, uh, I'm nitpicking here because I loved everything about it. There was nothing I didn't like. Um, but I think one, one tiny little low is we didn't really get a post-credit stinger. And I thought we would have. Like I mean, you mentioned it, we obviously got the uh, Loki will return in season two, but it wasn't that really was yeah. a scene. I, I thought we would have got you know something really amazing, like Kang. I was what I was hoping for, and I guess they're saving this. But what I was hoping for was like you know Kang's next variant, the uh, you know more evil variant, would have appeared and said something you know that would have really shocked us, or I don't know, you know maybe we would have got like Mobius's past. You know, because that was one yeah. thing as well. I, the I would jet have liked skis. to, yep. yeah, exactly. We didn't get Mobius to ride a jet ski. I would have liked to have seen a bit of his background. Um, you know, instead of Ravona, we got a little bit of Ravona Renslayers. You know, she seemed to be a teacher, yeah, high school shoot, teacher, like, high yeah. school teacher. Um, but yeah, I would have maybe preferred to see Mobius's background instead. Yeah, I think uh, I would like to see Mobius just kill, just chilling on his jet ski, man. That's all he wanted. He just wanted That's to, all he wanted. I just wanted to vibe out, put some cutty on, and just go on your jet ski, you know. <laughs> What you need? Um, look, I've got nothing else to add there. I mean, that goes to That's show me done. I love this show. So let's move into the Hero and Villain Award. We'll start with the Hero. And this one's going to be tough because, you know, if we mentioned it, there's some pretty awesome characters in there. I might go first here because you went first in the last category. And, I mean, I'm biased here. And I really tried to look at it from, you know, a, a non-biased um, uh non-biased um, way, but I had to go with Loki as Tom Hiddleston. I just thought the character development from start to finish for this character was, I know he's the main character and that's kind of what you expect, but I thought it was just amazing. Like, you know, he starts this series as the villain, you know, just leaving the battle of New York where he's basically trying to, you know, end humanity. You know, he, he's trying to um, take over. You know, yep. Yeah, take over and take out the Avengers. And then he goes from, you know, there to the final episode where he's really trying to stop the evil forces that is Kang and the TVA. So he went from God of Mischief to a trustworthy, and that's a really weird word to say when you mention Loki because, you know, he's the God of Mischief. Um, he is indeed. And he he becomes actually quite trustworthy. And, you know, it's Sylvie, in fact, that, you know, turns on him. And it, it wasn't Loki. So, you know, he, he's an ally to Sylvie and Mobius. So I thought he just, um, his character development got him over the line. And obviously Tom Hiddleston, he does a great job with that role. Um, and, I, and I thought, and, and this goes back to the first episode, and, you know, it's kind of what he's all about, that he proved he was indeed... Uh, burdened with glorious purpose and that was really shown throughout this show so i thought you know with that quote in mind i had to give loki tom middleton um the hero award um but i must say some honorable mentions you know mobius being one obviously he wasn't in an episode there so that hurt him a little bit and jonathan majors as kang we only got a very short amount of him but if he was in more more episodes and more scenes he could very well have got this award um, for me, just off those monologues you had, and you know, amazing. Um, who did you have? Yeah, so again, I found this really tough. Um, I didn't want to be the obvious, I didn't want to do a sizzle and pick Loki, so I'm gonna go a little bit different. This for me was between two characters, and I kind of had one in mind that I thought 
yeah, lock it in. And then I've sort of changed my mind as I've sort of been thinking about it a little bit more since we've gone through this pod. But I think my hero has to be Mobius, man. Has to be Mobius. I love Dylan Wilson in this, in this show. Like he's there from pretty much day one too in the very first episode. He's the one interviewing Loki. They had that really, all those really cool, interesting scenes together. They go back to, you know, Mount Olympus, go back to like back in time when the volcano erupts and all that. They have that really cool sort of relationship. They've got a lot of bickering going on, which I love. I just thought Mobius was just a really cool, interesting character. And I thought Owen Wilson just killed it as that role. And I mean, come on, man, like just get him a jet ski. It's all he needs. Like, does he wants to live his best life? Someone get him a jet ski. That's all he needs. Help him out. The only thing I didn't like was how at the end of they don't he doesn't know who Loki is, which kind of annoyed me at the end. But you know, they'll 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 work out again. They'll remember each other. I just love how they sort of went from being like, you know, enemies to then sort of like brothers at the end. So their journey was amazing too. And that hug, right? That hug was amazing. Like that, scene, that hug man, they shared was. I was getting emotional when I was watching that because Loki pretty much never showed affection to anybody but like Thor, and that was mainly Thor doing it. So yeah. I just loved how and maybe Frigga. Yeah, maybe Frigga. And I just loved how you see how close they ended up becoming. And like he, I loved how he's like, you know, I'm going to burn it all down. So like, I loved Owen Wilson in it. Really good character. Great casting choice. So for me, honorable mention was going to be Sylvie. I'm really sorry, Sylvie. But I'm giving it to Mobius. I wanted more Mobius in episode three. So Mobius, you're my hero. Not mad at that at all. All right, we got to give out a villain award. And this is for the character that we liked the least, which was hard because I thought everyone did a pretty good job in this. Uh, who did you have, Quinny? I'll let you go back to back. Again, I found this really hard, but I went with boast, Boastful Loki in um, episode five. Just because, you know, he's a bit of a dirtbag. He kind of turns on everybody. Great pick. He tries, Great pick. He, he kind of screws over Loki and then he tries to screw over um, classic Loki. And I just didn't like how he was talking about how, you know, you know, he was better than Thor and he thought he was really cool. And I was like, I love how he's a bit boastful, but for me, he was my villain. And he wasn't in it for very long, but it was, you know, sorry, mate, you're my villain. Yeah, fair. fair. I mean, that's, that's actually quite a good one. Uh, look, I, I went with one that, I mean, I don't know if really we can call it these a character, but I went with the timekeepers, the original timekeepers. Oh, the, the androids? The androids that turned out to be big, fake. Yeah, the big and, L. You know, yeah. Just adding to that, uh, you know, I think the TVA and Ravona particularly, they could yeah. also be grouped into that villain award for They'd not be mentions. realizing yep. that they were fake. I mean, as yeah. soon as we got that scene, I was like, something is not right here. Something's yeah. not right. Or Ravona like, screwing over Mobius, like trying to, you know, yeah, I probe mean, him. Like, I don't want that. That's rubbish. Yeah. She could get it too. So look, but for me, it was it was a tie between the timekeepers and just the whole TVA. Um, except for Mobius. Take him out of it because he was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on and give this show an Infinity Gauntlet rating out of six because there's six Infinity Stones. We're each going to put on the, the gauntlet. We're going to give our best uh, Thanos Impersonation. Impersonation. Um, <laughs> uh, look I can't remember co- a quote to say now. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we don't, we don't have to do the impersonation. We've done it before. Um, people don't want to hear that. Mine was awful. Mine was so bad. I sounded like uh, yeah. Darth Sidious or something. Uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, look, for context, we like to give a bit of context when we give out these awards. IMBD gives Loki at 8.7, um, which is pretty high. Very, very high. So look, it's time for us to give our rating. Look, we don't give it out of 10. We give it out of six, as I mentioned, for each Infinity Stone. Put on that gauntlet, Cooney. 
how many stones are you going to give this amazing, right. amazing show? Sizzle. Don't do Loki dirty. I wasn't going to do it dirty, man. But I, mean, I was even thinking about this. I was thinking about the rating. And I even messaged you during the week about this. I said, how does this compare to Mandalorian season two? Because mm. as we know, we both absolutely loved Mandalorian season two. And obviously, you know, out of our trio, I'm probably maybe a little bit more diehard Star Wars and you're more of the diehard Marvel guy. But we're pretty on par with both. So I just think, I just, and you know, you were saying we do like to do IMDb for reference. Mandalorian's 8.8 out of 10. <laughs> so it just gets over the line here. And yeah, this is hard. And I even played back when we looked at Mandalorian. And you know, we both gave it a six out of six stones. Just letting you know, that's what we did. So based on that theory and the fact that, you know, one's a little bit better than the other, you know, I think for me personally, Loki overall was a better show, I think. Better, like a better show overall. But, ooh, Sizzle, I'm sorry, mate. Just that, just for me, I still think I enjoyed Mandalorian a bit more. And it's unfair because Mandalorian had more episodes. But, you know, Mandalorian season two was amazing. I gave that a six Infinity Stones. So I'm going to have to give Loki 5.75 Infinity Stones out of six. <laughs> so I'm taking out a little chip from maybe the time stone. So, you know, Kane can't interfere and kill me for doing this. So <laughs> I'm giving it a 5.75 out of six. Hey, Fair enough, fair enough. And look, I thought you were going to bring this question up about uh, Mandalorian. And I, I did say, because we've both been on record, and you said it there, I actually didn't know. I, I couldn't remember that I gave Mandalorian uh, season two a six out of six. Um, you know, now thinking back on that, wow, like what a show. And I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Mandalorian here because that was like amazing as well. And that finale especially was just, oh. you know, it was breathtaking, wasn't it? But Breath, look, I, I was, it was so hard to rate it. Man. It was so hard. Like I was like, oh man, Sizzle's not gonna be happy with this. But you know, I stuck to my guns, stuck to the, I stuck to my triggers. <laughs> look, uh, I mean, I yeah, like I said, I, I preferred this than Mandalorian season two, and that's just by like the tiniest, tiniest margin. Like and this yeah. is being very, very uh, nitpicking about about the whole um, the the two shows com- comparing them. But look, I mean, for me, this was a perfect show. And when we have a perfect show, it was basically flawless. So I'm putting on that infinity gauntlet. I'm inserting every stone. My whole arm's getting powered up right now. I'm about to snap my finger and maybe take out Kang. I don't know what I'm going to do. Are you going to change the rating? Are you going to go maybe Mando 5.75, Loki 6? Well, I'm probably going to have to, aren't I? I mean, they can both. No, well, they can both, they have could a both be a six, but remember, you have the power of the gauntlet in your hand. So, if I you do. Want to, if you wanted but, to make that decision, you could. No, but I'm not I, putting pressure on you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to my guns there. And I actually didn't think I, I gave Mando a six. I'm, we did. It was a six. So, man, I mean, no, no, I, I, I believe you. I just, I, I just couldn't remember. Um, but look. The Infinity Gauntlet is at full capacity right now. Mine was pretty much full capacity, but I understand. I'm giving Loki a six out of six, a perfect score. And I'm going to throw out a wild, wild call right now. Here we go. What we got? What we got? Build it up. Come on. It's wild. Play the drums. So so we've we've ranked our top Marvel movies before, and we have a top five. We've talked about this. I know this isn't a movie. What are you? No. I know this isn't a movie. Come on. What are you doing? And look, I'm Come not going to I'm, I'm not going to do it just yet because this could be just I could be really in the moment right now. But I'm going to say 
this could very well be a top five Marvel project. I'm not going to move no, shuffle no, anything around yeah, just yet. That counts because we did do Star Wars rankings and we had TV series and movies. So, so it's allowed. Yeah. It's allowed. I would probably put this ahead of my fifth, which I believe was Black Panther. I'd probably move that was this the same to, as me, yeah. I'd probably move this to fifth. I really would. And you know, oh, I'm looking wow. I'm looking at it as a whole, yeah, as if almost like it's a movie. And look, it just it hit everything for me. Like it was not only was it my favorite character, Loki, but like just you know, you had the villains, you had the TVA, you had the suspense, you had, you had the, the androids, Z throwback, baby. That's that's it. Bring the androids in. Come on. Yeah, that's right. Um so look, I, I'm, I'm giving it a six and I'm potentially saying it's a top five Marvel project for me then. So look, we did it. Did we take down the TVA or did we take down Kang with this podcast? I don't know. We, I thought we did a pretty good job. I don't know. Well, that's what I mean. You know, I made sure I got rid of the time, bit of the time stone so Kang couldn't come get well, me. I've got the infinity right call. now. So, I'm just so you might be in trouble, but oh, yeah. you know, see how we go. <laughs> I'll back myself in with the 5.75 parts of the stones. And that little section that's missing, that little crack. It's all right. You can always borrow some of my my um thanks, man. Some of my stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, Rejuice, right, that's look, what we do. Look, before we finish the podcast, we have some fan mail yes. to get to. So look, I'm gonna pass it over to you to read yes. out the uh question from one of our fans. Thank you, Sizzle. Again, guys, this is a privilege. I love it. We haven't had a mailbag in a while. And, you know, this is from a guy, big fan of the show, one of my mates, Harry Smith. Shout out to you, my friend. Lives in Adelaide. Shout out to Harry. He has, he dropped two questions on me. He wants us to cover them. I'll give you the bit of, this is a background. This is what he said to me Mm -hmm. the other day. Hey, lads, love last week's episode on Black Widow. Thought Sizzle was a bit rough on Black Widow overall. Yes, the Taskmaster was disappointing, but it was a fantastic being back to the MCU. Yes, Harry, we agree with that. He also mentions, honestly, I love the opening. Yeah, I, honestly, I love the opening scene, and the opening credits. It was probably one of my favorites in the MCU. Right up there with iconic Guardians All You Want, as we know, intro onto Morag. Any opening scenes that come to mind for you lads? That was his first question. So any, so pretty much the question is. What are some of our favorite opening sequences in the MCU universe? Sizzle, you can go first. All right, look, uh, thank you, first of all, for the question, Harry. And um, look, I agree with what he said. Look, just to, I was, um, you know, a little bit harsh on Black Widow. And, you know, I mentioned that that's, you know, to do with a whole bunch of things, timing being one, you know, as I mentioned, if this came out, you know, in the last phase, I'm, I might've liked a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with him there. I thought the opening credits, um, the opening scene, the credits particularly, I, I really liked liked the opening um, credits there. It was very moving. Um, so I, I agree with him there. It, it's it's not my favorite opening scene though. Um, and I, I've got one that, and this one just every time I watch, I could just watch this on on loop, just on repeat because it's, it's by far my favorite. And that's in Avengers Infinity War. You know, it, it, nice. it sort of it, nice. it kicks off after fo- following Ragnarok, which is my favorite movie, your favorite movie also. And, you know, we get Thanos at last. In and the MCU, face to face, not as like a cameo. Yep. That's right. And it just, you get to see how strong he is when he goes head to head with the Hulk and basically swats him away like a fly. Just destroys like, the Hulk. I literally watched it just before as I was going through ones that I really liked. And that mm-hmm. was one thing that stood out to me. 
and you know, that's one thing. And then you're just like, wow, okay, how, how powerful is Thanos? That's just brute strength. And we know he's got, you know, he's going to have the gauntlet. He's got some stones. So, you know, it really just goes to show how, how strong he is. And it really sort of sets up that movie, but also it sets up Endgame. And it's, you know, because it's a character that's sort of been in the background for so long. We finally get to see him. And then we get Loki's death, his actual death. <laughs> his actual death. He doesn't Which, take this one. Yeah. Yeah, which, um, you know, brings a tear to my eye every time I see it because, you know, you think he's turned on Thor once again, but no, he he sacrificed himself or tries to sacrifice himself um, to take down Thanos. Obviously, Thanos is just way too strong for him there. So we get one of the, um, yeah, one of the toughest deaths for me at least to watch, but um, one of the the most moving. So that's that's definitely my favorite um, intro and uh, opening scene. Uh, another one I must give a shout out to is Age of Ultron. I really like Age of Ultron that that opening scene because that's we get to see the Avengers together again, and we get that that amazing scene where they're all sort of in line, like yeah. heading towards Storm battle. In the fortress. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. You get Hulk in a running. You got Iron Man flying. You got Cap on his motorbike. Um, I don't know how how Black Widow and Hawkeye are keeping up with them, but you know somehow they are. Um, Remember, Black Widow's a super soldier in Black Widow. That's so. true. We did mention that. Uh, you know, you got Thor with his hammer. So that was an, uh, another one for me um, that I really liked. But there's so many as well. Um, but yeah, they're, they're my two favorites. Um, I'll pass it over to you. Nice, Sizzle. Love that. So yeah, I was I had a few honorable mentions, and then I had one for me that's number one. So just a few for you. I'm surprised you didn't mention this, Sizzle. The opening scene for the Avengers, when Loki appears, mm. his entrance, he comes out of the Tesseract and just goes to work straight away. Puts Black, He puts Hawkeye under his spell. Like he comes, you see him having that, that opening scene where it's like that dude who works with Thanos is talking about, you know, he wants to take over Earth. He's got the staff. And he has the staff. So that's an honorable mention for me. Also, Captain America Civil War as well. Mm-hmm. The opening scene where you see like the Winter Soldier Bucky killing the yes. stars and taking yeah, yeah. super soldier serum that's another kind of gave me a bit of chills to sort of set the tone for the film and then again infinity wars i mentioned sizzle's mentioned it before I agree with everything that he just said but for me this is my number one and every time i watch it i even watched it before as well when i was prepping for this for ragnarok opening scene you know thor's in the cage he's like yeah. having a bit of a joke talking to the skeleton you know you're probably like oh no thor's in the cage what's going on but like and then he's a prisoner of Surtur. And then as soon as he gets out of the cage, that Led Zeppelin immigrant song comes on. So good. He just goes to work and just absolutely dominates everyone. So for me, that's also our number one in our ranking. So for me, that's my favorite opening sequence. Yeah, hey, I'm not mad. Not mad at that. All right. Are you ready still for question number two? I'm ready. I'm ready. On this Part podcast. Two. Let's go. All right, Harry, part two. So he gave Black Widow a 3.5 out of six Infinity Stones. So me and Sizzle both did a three. Pretty similar. Like, we were sort of on par, which is good. Uh, he also said, personally, I believe it was better Marvel movie than the following in release order. So Incredible Hulk, Thor number one, Thor the Dark World, yeah, Guardians Volume 2, Captain Marvel. So he's saying pretty much any of these you guys think it could rank against that shouldn't be there. So what do we think? Do we think it's better than those or are there ones that we would say are better? What do you reckon, Sizzle? Another good question. And there's there's some of the movies I don't really love. Um, But I would would say 
it's better than Incredible Hulk for sure. Incredible Hulk's my least favorite Marvel movie. I know you're you're a little bit higher on it than me. Um, that's one of the movies I don't really enjoy. That's probably the only one I don't like. Um, Thor: The Dark World, not a great movie. Um, although that being said, I do love it because we get more Thor, we get more Loki. Um, Captain Marvel didn't love it. I think it also gets hurt by when it was released because it was between Infinity War and Endgame. And then, yeah, that that yeah. really hurt it. I think if that came out earlier, it would have been a much better film. Um, but uh, so I think it is better than those those three there. But I still think Thor one. I mean, it's not the best movie. Let's be honest. Yeah. But it's because Thor Loki is so that's my favorite. Um, you know, they're my favorite characters within the MCU. I rank it higher than Black Widow and Guardians. I, I rank higher as well. I actually quite like volume Guardians two, Volume yeah. Two. I'm I'm not not um not a hater on Volume Two there. I I, I don't I don't mind it. So yeah, but I, I do agree. I think it, it's better than Incredible Hulk. It's better than Dark World, and it's better than than Captain Captain Marvel there. So uh, yeah, Perfect. what about yourself? Yeah, I was just saying I pretty much agree. I would pick Black Widow over Incredible Hulk, Thor: The Dark World, and also Captain Marvel. And it is, I think, for one, like, I know it's not critically acclaimed. It's not as good. It's probably still better than The Dark World. But I think, you know, it introduces to Thor, it introduces to Loki. We love those characters. So I think for me, it can't just budget out for, for me just yet. And then again, Guardians Volume 2, like, I am I think the first one's better. It's in my top five, as you know. But I yeah. still think number two is pretty good. It probably might not be in my top 10, but it'd be probably between 15 to 10 for me, I'd say on my overall ranking. So I think for me, Black Widow beats, like I said, a couple out of those. So just probably three out of those five, but the other two are just over line for me. Yeah. Is, is there any others that you think it's better than? I, man, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Iron Man 2. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say guy. the same. Like, I don't really rate Iron Man 2 that well. But like that for me, it could possibly push that out. Mm-hmm. but I still, I really enjoyed Age of Ultron and stuff. So I like that kind of film. You know, I like Ultron, the character. Mm-hmm. And I think the, all the, and then obviously the Captain America films are probably still better than Black Widow. But I think for me, it probably pushes out, you know, Iron Man 2. And then Iron Man 3, sort of same sort of thing. I wasn't yeah. very high on Iron Man 3 either. Yeah, Iron so Man 2 be, and 3 for me, I'm not yeah. high on them. Um, Iron Man 1 is obviously classic. Yeah, but. Iron Man's great, but I think 2 and 3, Black Widow could possibly compete with them, mm. I reckon. And I'm trying to think of any other ones that I think it could. Yeah, I think, I think they're probably the That's only probably the only ones that I could think of yeah. that I think it could be better than. Yeah, agreed. But thank you, Harry. Great questions. Appreciate yeah, thanks, that. Harry. Much, much appreciated for the questions. Well, we did it. We came... And we conquered, we conquered. Just like Kang uh, is going TVA. to do in phase four. <laughs> that, that's very true. Um, look, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on the gram. Sizzle and Quinny is our handle. Uh, we'll be back for another episode next week. And we don't have any Marvel to watch next week, unfortunately. Oh, no. what, have come to re- what have we got to review? So I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll figure, figure it out. Uh, NBA look, playoffs are on. Bad that's match. Right. That's right. If you want us to talk about something, do what Harry did. Send us in a question. Send us in a topic. Yeah. And we'll um we'll do a bit of a deep dive. Um, any final words? Not really, sis. I'm pretty happy with that. I think we did well. I think we well, did the MCU justice yet again. We sure did. Uh, until next time, we'll be seeing you. Or we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace. Peace.